back, welcome back, welcome back. <laughs> What's up, everybody? We're back. That Park Life Pod. I'm one of your hosts, Beth, and I got uh, Tango in here. She's sick and tired of me recording and I ready for her, me. I can see her, yeah. Yeah, look. She, oh, she came yeah, over she's... here to this side um, and gave me the look like, seriously, are you done? <laughs> um, and so now she's going to sit in here, and you'll probably hear maybe a couple of, <gasps> that's like her favorite thing to do, and then side eye. <laughs> So, anyways, back here with my boy, hanging out with Greg. What's up, Greg? Yeah, um, I think you know sometimes things line up in the universe, and there's no really no real way to explain it. I just listened to that full song, the Welcome Back song that was oh, used really? for the show Welcome Back, Cotter. Right? It came on <laughs> on some station on Sirius XM, and I listened to the entire thing for the first time like ever. And then here you are singing that song. I didn't tell you yeah. that. It was kismet. Weird, it was Weird kismet. stuff. Um. So I have a couple of fun stories that I want to Ooh, share. Okay. Normally, I'm not the one with Disney things, and you yeah. always have all the Disney things. But anyways, <laughs> so I got a message from an old friend of mine, and um, how I know this person, it's my friend Brad, okay. and um, so I wanted to give a shout out to him, but basically messaged me and was like, hey, I did not know that you did a Disney podcast. Like, my wife and I, we um, have a Disney Disneyland vlog and all this stuff. So, oh. um, but if, if any of you know what Young Life is, I was a Young Life kid through and through, and um, if you know what summer staff is, like you'll know what I'm talking about. It's, it'll take too long to explain it. But basically, I did summer staff, and that's where I met Brad. Um, so he was like obviously from a different state, and we did like a summer thing where we all volunteered together. So that's where I met Brad. His nickname was Beautiful Brad. So oh. do with that what you will. Um, so and he started listening to our podcast. So I'm hoping he hears this. And so shout out Brad. But um, yeah. So they are local to Disneyland. So if you are okay. a Disneylander and you like all content Disneyland, go check them out because we are a Disney community and we love sharing our friends here. So yeah. it's underscore Neverland Adventures. Oh, here they uh, are. Yeah. And it's Kristen and Brad. So they are doing all the Disneyland um, info. And so I just wanted to like give a shout out to them and check them out. They're kind of getting started more so. Haven't been doing it super long, um, but we always love connecting with peeps out there. I think he said they live like 25 minutes from the parks. Ah, so, so they, jealous. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, yeah, Greg's been out there. I was telling him, like, you've been out there, but I we haven't been out there yet. It's on our bucket list. So um, wanted to give a shout out there to beautiful Brad. And um, I also <laughs> saw this morning that our buddy Cam, Cam's Travels underscore yeah. on Instagram, um, he's he did like a 360 video of Enchanted. Yes. Enchantment. Yeah. See, I don't even want to say the name right because it's not my favorite. But anyways, Enchantment. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. Like, literally, you sit there with your phone and you can move your phone around and it looks like you're standing in the middle of Main Street USA as you walk awesome. and watch Enchantment. So I thought that was cool and I wanted to give a shout out there. So go check out Cam's Travels underscore. I'm going to see if I can watch it with this thing that I got from oh. Jason with Here with the Magic. This little, yeah. It's a little, like, viewfinder thing where it props up your phone and it's got the little, like... It's like this little box you can Let put your that? eyes into. Oh, yeah. So you what? put so you go like this. Yeah, and the casino you know, he he recorded a bunch of those like three D, not three D, three sixty with like the three sixty mm-hmm. sound and stuff. So you get to put it on, oh. and then if as long as the it's uploaded correctly on YouTube, you can put on. Yeah. I forget what it's called. It's like cardboard settings. I think Google Cardboard was a thing, but okay. Anyway, it splits the screen in half, so each of your eyes is looking at the same thing. And then when you put it in this little viewfinder, it kind of magnifies it, so it looks like what? you're there. I'm gonna try that out. Okay, you'll have to let us know how that goes. Okay. Oh my gosh, check it out. All right, what have you got? You've you've done some things. Oh, been up to been up to a few things. I want to I want to hear about some food things. I want to yes. hear about Riverside. I want to hear about 
uh, pulled pork nachos because I wanted yes. to be like, I told you so. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I want to talk about my stay at Riverside, and then I have some food-motivated stuff I want to talk about because I tried a bunch of things this week. So yeah. we did our one-night staycation over at Disney's Port Orleans Riverside for the holiday for 4th of July. And um, hopefully you all saw saw. Oh, my gosh. Hopefully you all saw it. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully you all saw our room tour because it was a royal guest room over there at Riverside. So some of the some of the rooms are considered a, a premium version, if you will. They're not any larger. We talked about it in our um, resort rundown episode. But they but literally represented like every movie. Like I was te- messaging Greg going. Why, why are there so many movies here? I don't yes. understand. <laughs> so many different characters represented in this. Mostly prince princesses, obviously, right? And then um, some prince princes as well. And then kind of random stuff like the carpet from Aladdin. Like yeah. the, the carpet, the magic carpet. And then like the, the G- Disney genie lamp. Is Not the, the Disney sink? genie lamp. Oh, my gosh. Aladdin's genie lamp, you know, in the thing, in the sink as the faucet. But... One thing I thought was funny, and I, I don't know if anyone else has experienced this, but I was in there. I, I, Nicole wasn't with me, so it was just me and the dog for the for the first, like, hour or so. And um, I'm, like, doing this tour on our phone, right? Like, I'm recording on my phone some recording stuff. I'm like, wait a second. The frame for the Tiana poster is, like, woodland creatures, which mm-hmm. is not um, – doesn't fit into, like, the Nolans theme, right? Yeah. So I'm looking around at the bottom, there are initials and it says SW. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a snow white frame for Tiana. And it looks just like, if you remember the the attraction that we had at Disney World that still exists over in Disneyland, like the cars that you were in, like wood, wood carvings and stuff. Mm. That's what it looked like. And I was like, what the heck? So I don't know if they just ran out of frames or if they took down the snow white or if it was unique to that room because they've stayed in the Royal Guest Room before. But I don't yeah. remember that that specific Snow White, like a clear Snow White frame. They're like, man, it's a, a smorgasbord room, anyways. It'll it be is fine. what it is. It's not, everything's <laughs> made up, and the points don't matter. Um, but I th- that was interesting. But um, we did, uh, you know, some exploration there. We went over to dinner. Um, we went over to the Sasagula Float Works, which is not at Riverside. That's at French Quarter. So we just hopped in our car. Sasagula. Sasagula, and um, they actually have the same chicken sandwich there that I had. Um, mentioned in our previous episode about our go-to budget meals of the resorts mm-hmm. as being available in um, pop century and art of animation they also have it at french quarter so that's what i got and it was delicioso and we got um apple slices instead of fries because we knew we were going to get dessert right next door at the scat cat lounge um where they have the the beignets because they have gluten-free beignets there so we didn't get the mickey shaped ones because the gluten-free mm. ones are not mickey shaped but they're really good. We got the dipping sauces. I know that was on your list. And I was I know I messaged you about how and like basically in those twenty four hours or so, I tried I think three or four things that were in our on episode. On my list. <laughs> on your list. And then one more later on in the week. It yeah. just happened to be that way. So I like I had the um the beignet. I mean I've had them before, but it's been a while. I had the beignets you mentioned, and then I had my sandwich that I mentioned from a different location, but we ate it there at, at French Quarter. And then in the morning we had the breakfast which we talked about. Nicole got the gluten-free version of the breakfast, but I had a different breakfast than what I talked about in our episode. Okay. In the episode, I suggested the waffle uh, platter, which is one waffle and then scrambled eggs, potatoes, uh, and bacon and or sausage. But I was like, I've been in carb mode. I don't know about you, but my post-COVID life includes yeah. a lot of clearing my throat and carbs. a lot of carbs. Like I just am craving carbs so much. 
So, and it was no different the morning um, after 4th of July. So I got, mm. I did this instead. I got the waffle meal. So mm. it's three Mickey, by the way, they went back to Mickey waffles after me yeah. talking about the Bing Minnie Mouse. Maybe they, they maybe they go back and forth, but who cares? Well, Either we, way, we, we all know they waffle. listen to our podcast, so, you know. Yeah, right. They were like, Greg's, Greg's checking in. We're going to change it. So um, it's three Mickey waffles, and then it still comes with the breakfast potatoes and either bacon or sausage. Mm-hmm. And then I just got a side of scrambled eggs. Obviously, it's a little bit more money because you're getting a meal plus a side. Yeah. But the meal was ten ninety nine and the side was two ninety nine. But it was a lot of food. But what I really wanted was more waffles. So that was how I was able to do that with more waffles. Man, I am so grateful I did that because it was everything I wanted. It was so good. Like it was that yeah. was the right decision. So if you're feeling extra hungry, know that you can get a side mm-hmm. of scrambled eggs. I would go that route. Get you that extra protein. Ooh, needed mm-hmm. it. And I have to post a photo because I don't think I did um, when we stayed there, but our room was a corner room, and there's r- no real advantage to having a corner room at um, moderate resorts like I feel this. Like this because... has happened to you before, too. Like, you guys yes. have had that corner room at uh, Contemporary. Something yeah, like and um, we had a corner room, I think, the last time we stayed in the Alligator Bayou section. I think that's what that was. But anyway... The, the Really, the only difference is that there are two sets of windows in it because typically in a value or a moderate room, your only like entry point is that front door and then there's the window and then that's it because the wall on either side of you, on the all three sides are usually shared. Right. But with a corner room, the other, um, the adjacent wall is windows as well. And the reason why it's a thing is because that means that Reba can walk up to the window because the <laughs> other window is where the air conditioning vent is. And obviously mm, there's like a barrier for her. So we didn't like even think about this until we left the room and uh, without her. And then we look over and there's just her little like her little snout and her little eyes and eyebrows looking up at us like, Mom, Dad, where are you going? Mom, Dad, where are you going? So So we took a video of it. um, And it's not like I didn't get a sad picture of it. We think it's funny. So um, I'll post that uh, to our story when this episode releases. so You can see what I'm talking about. Because like, you know, it's Pet Friendly Resort. Mm -hmm. And um, there she was. So like we were watching, we watched her watch us and she followed us the entire time until we were out of sight. And so she was like craning her neck to like try to find oh, us. Oh, my heart. goodness. You're like, we'll be back in like literally five minutes. I, I don't even know what we were doing. I think we were just going out to the car to get something or maybe we were going out for breakfast. Or something. I don't know. But she was, she was okay. In the arms yes. Of the I think we were going out to get dinner. And I was like, she got a big walk. Like, by the way, not neglected, right? We, I did a walk with her. She immediately did a big doggy dump. (laughs) And uh, we were going to get dinner knowing that as soon as we get back, we were going to do a big walk around around town with her. So so that was our stay. And get some amazing photos. You always get such good photos of her. She um she's very photogenic. She hates it. She hates the photos. But by she the does way. look at the camera a lot. So I have to basically make a deal with the devil yeah. every time. I have Tango to pretend like I have knows. a treat and she I don't knows. have one. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, okay, that was at Riverside. And then I want to talk about some other food I, I got. Um all all new things for Greg the past couple of days. I went to Epcot after our stay at Riverside. So um Nicole had to go to work. So she took Reba home and I went over to Epcot and sweated it out because it was Gosh, it's hot. So hot over there like any adult going there without a kid i first went to uh the seas with nemo and friends attraction walked yep. around the you know basically the aquarium and then went over to living with the land to check out my house you know where mm-hmm. i live uh i did a nice if you know you know uh post um <laughs> over that living land but um i went over to connections eatery and tried the general so's chicken salad okay and it was excellent it was so 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 good so it's mixed greens edamame um slaw and maybe one other ingredient in like a i don't even know what 
like a light dressing basically and then yeah. three chicken tenders that were crisped up like you could they probably mm-hmm. were deep fried but they're also like a little extra crispy in a good way and then coated in the general so's sauce with some sesame seeds on it yeah that looked and, good it looked really good um oh like wonton strips were in there too i don't know if i mentioned that mm, even better. and um the whole thing was just so good. I didn't. It's another one of those meals where I didn't feel gross after eating it, and it wasn't like a burger and fries. N- not a knock. I'm a big right. fan of the burger and fry meal, generally speaking. But I just wanted something different, and it was just so good. And you felt full. I mean, you didn't. Yeah, feel, I mean, you know. I probably I didn't even finish the the salad. It was too much. Um, so it definitely felt full. I uh, really, really, really liked it. And then um, a couple days later, I wanted to try something. One of the two things that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, on your list of things from last week, it was either going to be the cheddar bacon burger over at Riviera Primo Piatto or the pulled pork nachos over at Captain Cook's at um, Polynesian. And the votes came in mm-hmm. and uh, our Instagram followers voted uh, for the pulled pork nachos. So that's what I ran over and got over at the Polynesian. And um, I can't believe I have waited until the year 2022 <laughs> to try these pulled pork nachos um, because they were so good, like yeah. so good. And I've heard a lot about them, a lot of hype. You hyped them up and here I am now hyping them up. But, um, I, I just, they were just really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess I never really, like it never sunk in that the chips in it aren't like, like traditional. Chips. They're basically yeah. the house-made chips that you can get at other locations, which I love. Mm-hmm. Some of them, like every now and then I'd get a triangle-shaped one. I don't know if it was like mixed in from something else. but They're like, here, yeah, it's, you know, every now a and tortilla-looking then, chip. Yeah, but <laughs> I will say like, and this is the same case, uh, this is the case for a lot of other locations with those homemade chips. Most of them will be like medium salt to low, and then every now and then you get one that like is just a salt blast. Yeah. So like I was trying to pay attention to some of them because like I don't I didn't need that in my life. But other than that, which is a minor thing, which happens with all of those chips, mm-hmm. um, the pineapple on it, I think, and I mentioned like it also sounds like it. the pineapple would make the difference, yeah. and it does because it keeps it a little bit more tropical. And um, I just really, really, really liked it. Very filling. It's nine ninety nine before. Um, tax yeah, and the price uh, is like yeah like I had a um, so I had a friend message me um, when I posted about a thing she was like budget meals like is there such a thing in Disney and I was like well fifteen dollars and under but I'm like that meal is ten bucks like yep you're gonna pay more than that at Chick Fil A so yeah mm. it's a budget meal for sure and it's a lot of food yes and I felt I felt good after eat it you know obviously you know a little thirsty afterward but that's mm-hmm. I mean I know going in yeah. that's what it was gonna be salty. So um, to offset that, I just went over to Magic Kingdom and sweated it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, That's right. Um, but on the way home, I stopped at Disney Springs to check out Everglazed because Nick, if you remember Nick, our, our mm-hmm. cast member that we had, our cast member chat episode with him from, I don't even, months ago now gosh, at this that point. Was that was last was, year. Oh my gosh, was that, that was not last years year? ago at this point? That wasn't this year. That was last year. Oh my goodness. Was it last year? Um, I feel like it was a year before that. No, it was 2021. But okay. uh, he had posted to his story that he got the orange donut there that's the limited donut for the month because it's like orange. You know, um, July sometimes they do like the the flavors of Florida mm-hmm. thing. So um, they have a specialty donut there that has the orange icing. And I was like, you know what? I feel influenced, Nick. I'm going to go out and get this donut. So I got that donut and I got the Nifty 50 oh, yeah, that anniversary donut. Um, of the two of them, I think I like the orange one more. They're, by the way, there are these big glazed donuts. So... Um, I ate both of them yesterday. <laughs> They're gigantic. And I had, now to Carbs. be clear, before you totally, you still judge me, but judge me a little less knowing that I basically cut the donut in half like 
horizontally, so the bottom half of the donut. I wasn't eating because I really just was there for the icing. Yeah. And even then, I was pretty much, by the second one, eating just the icing off of the donut with a little bit of donut. That said, it's still way too much sugar, right? Like, I felt so sick. <laughs> Not sick and? like I was, nothing was coming up or out, but um, I just felt like like yeah, another person. Crap. So yeah. I just was, I felt so guilty. I was like, oh my gosh, that was way too much uh, frosting, but... And if, you, good, cut it, if you cut it this way, you lose weight faster. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, but still recommend, and you might not get here in time for the orange bird donut, yeah. but that 50th donut was still good. A variety of different sprinkles on top. So, like, some of them were, like, pearl size, if, if I can even use that as a way to judge a size. Pearls. But um, other, yeah, larger than crispy pearls, but, okay. you know. Oh, like a little smaller than a, than a traditional marble, let's Just say. Just good enough Otherwise, where like you, you might choke, but you might not, you know? <laughs> honestly, yeah. Because it was one, like there's a little mound of like a frosting, like an extra frost, like a dollop of frosting in the middle. Mm-hmm. And one was underneath. I didn't know it was in there. And I'm like, <gasps> I was like, oh, gosh. Yeah. But anyway, both donuts were good over there at Everglazed. Um, wouldn't recommend. Before we chat with our guest, Matt, from Disney Coffee Blog, um, I just want to do a quick little Ask Beth and Greg. Yeah. Because we had uh, two we things We haven't done one in, in a while. We haven't. No, we haven't answered any questions. So the first, sorry, was just for me. But I do want to answer it. Well, because... you know what? I've decided that I'm going to answer it for mine. For, okay, good. For my family. So okay, cool. you know, we're going to make this good. about both I like of that. us. <laughs> so, um, and these are these are generally anonymous. Um, you are allowed to put your name if you want to, but you don't have to. So I don't know who submitted this. But uh, question was, Greg, why did you name your dog Reba after Reba McIntyre? Or are you a fish fan and like the song Reba? Just curious. Well, I will say, um, I didn't know that fish had a song called Reba, so that's not it either. Me neither. And um, we didn't name her Reba. When we adopted her, the adoption agency referred to her as Reba. So we kept it. We jokingly call her Reba McIntyre. Obviously, there's no physical resemblance (laughs) to, to the country star, but... Um, Her favorite I noticed, song is Fancy. I don't know. I mean, who knows? <laughs> so um, once, you know, we took her home that night and um, we were referring to her as Reba, but I would venture to say that she wasn't really responding to it. Yeah. And then upon further reflection, I remember after we picked her up, like we left Petco or PetSmart, I think it was PetSmart up in Connecticut at the time, um, as we're getting her into the car, which by the way, we were not prepared for that. But anyway... Uh, we went there to get a cat. That's another story for another day. But uh, we, we came out with a dog. So um, while we're getting her in the car, we see the the guy who was, like, running the adoption agency get in his car in his convertible, and he was blasting country music. So we are thinking that he, mm, upon, like, receiving neighbor. Reba probably 24 to 48 hours before we got there, before, you know, we visited to try to potentially adopt, adopt some type of pet, was calling her Reba. So I don't know that the name fully sunk in. So that's why her yeah. name is Reba. We don't call her that at all. We have just like I'm guessing most pet pet, yeah. uh, pet parents out there. There's uh, sometimes they're not even words. They're just sounds. But um, and then the second part of this question was, does anyone call you Gregors? I had a former coworker named Greg who went by that nickname. It was kind of catchy. Nick and then it was Gregors. at this moment that I thought, is this someone who knows me and knows that I don't like being called Gregors? Because there are a few people out there who have tried to call me Gregors and they say it as a way to poke at me, right? Yeah. But I don't know because I feel like they mm. would know how Reba was mentioned, had named. Um, but now I kind of want to call you Mick Gregors. No, Gregors! I, I don't. I don't dislike it necessarily. It's just that someone in my life before Nicole 
um, called me Gregors every now and then. So like, I just don't, I don't need the reminder. But then again, that was like 20 years ago now at this point. Oh my God, are we old? That was 20 years ago when I was in, um, maybe not, it was like 18 years ago at this point. But um, so no, no one currently in my life calls me Gregors. Does it make you mad when I call you Greg? No, that's fine. I mean, I'm not really gonna get mad if someone calls me Gregors, (laughs) but like no one calls me that. So there's that. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you about where my dog's names came yeah. from because you didn't ask and I'm going to tell you. <laughs> um, so we're kind of the same situation. Tango was already named. She was uh, like basically her and her brother were found in a dumpster when they were about eight weeks old. Oh, and no. the people that rescued them named them Tango and Cash because it was a, I don't know, it was a female and a male. They named them Tango and Cash. So when we adopted her. her name was Tango. She was seven months old and we were like, we can't change her name. She's been like already responding to this name. And we were like, it's fine. Because most people look at us and we're like, they're like, what's your name? We're like Tango. And then they're kind of like, oh, okay. And we're like, it's because her brother was Cash. Like we didn't pick that name for her because it's weird by itself. Yeah. Um, and then Winnie, we did get to name. So that was like another thing. Because when we adopted her, she was basically dropped in our neighborhood. Um, and I picked Winnie because her full name is uh, Sarah Mary Winifred or Ma- Mary Winifred Sarah or something. That's like her <laughs> full name in the thing. Um so she's named after Hocus Pocus. Okay. But we call her Winnie Win-Win. Like is our, we'll go Win-Win. Gotcha. And that's pretty much what she responds to now. So we had no idea what her name was before. And we were like, well, let's <laughs> just see what she, let's see if she'll respond to it. I mean, yeah. I guess they kind of learn their names, but it's all just yes. sounds Especially to them. if while you're feeding them, right? Yes. They'll, they'll come to whatever as long as you got yes. food out. So we call her a lot of nicknames, but she responds okay. to Win-Win. No, oh, a little Win-Win. Win-Win. Because she's a Win-Win. She you is. win and she wins. She is. Anyways. Oh my gosh. Um, next question. Oh, do, by the way, do you do have like Gregor's obviously wouldn't apply to Beth, but like did your name spawn any nicknames over time that you're like, please don't call me that? Um, probably Beef. I had friends, <laughs> a couple of <laughs> friends in high school called me Beef because I don't know, like just playing sports and stuff like that. And um, I think I think I actually do have a powder puff shirt with Beef on it, maybe or a basketball. <laughs> it might have been basketball. I have a basketball shirt, I think, with Beef on it. Um, and a picture that one of my friends drew me is like for beef. So <laughs> this is my friend, Brandon, <laughs> my good old buddy, Brandon, uh, oh, Brandon gosh. Grant and, uh, yeah, call me beef. So that's what he, you know, right, guys, if you really want to piss us off, call us that Pac-Lib podcast that... with Gregor's and beef. <laughs> Gregor's beef. <laughs> Sounds like a British dish, doesn't it? Oh, I'm going to get that, uh, beef Gregor's and, and beef. Yeah. <laughs> Bangers and mash. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, one other question that came in, and I don't know if I want to immediately answer this because I feel like maybe we can do a full episode on this. But I mean, this this person named herself. So, Christine, thanks for this. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, not so much a question. Um, Christine is requesting that we do an episode on favorite places to um, use the restroom Let's, in a way that you... requires a big flush poop. <laughs> Favorite places to poop, <laughs> poop was her request. I mean, listen, I feel like if you've listened to enough episodes of this podcast, you already yeah. know what my answer is. That's how I felt and immediately was like, Greg, I feel like you should know this. Well, I'm guessing your answer would be a certain Rapunzel-themed yes. area, which means <laughs> what Beth really wants out of life is she wants to walk into the Tangled restroom and hear this. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I think, though, I do think that this might be an episode in the future. Um, Yeah. I I don't know that I want to use the word poop in the title because I don't want people to... Should we say defecate? (laughs) Is that better? (laughs) Yeah. Let's talk about Disney defecation. Yeah. 
Um, That's I mean it rhymes Disney defecation that part yeah, of my podcast so explores. I think Disney it's de- I think it's a, a real it's a real, it might just be favorite restrooms around. I feel Disney. like we've done that though, have we not? We haven't done an official episode. Okay, we have all not. Right. Um, Maybe and we'll then do there's it then. there are certain accounts that I follow that are all like literally dedicated to Disney yeah. bathrooms. So we may have to check in and see if they have any. Um, Anything they want to mention. If they want to come on the pod, maybe, and yeah, you know, tell because, us about um, why, where this account came from, because it's very specific. Listen, everybody goes to the bathroom, so it's it's definitely like a niche thing. Like, we all, maybe, you know, maybe one place has better toilet paper. Who knows? Maybe, yes. maybe some people like quiet bathrooms. I don't like quiet bathrooms. It needs to be loud in there. <laughs> okay, here, if I may, for a moment. So, the app that I use to play that sound, that flatulence sound. <laughs> okay. Um, there's, they're labeled, but then there's a button at the top that it selects one of them randomly, right? Okay. So just now I'm looking at this app and I realized I have it set to sounds. There's another setting called songs. And I, if it's okay with everybody, I just want to play one and see what it is. Are we all, are we all okay with this? Yeah, we're all, we're all on this journey now. I'll give you an option. Would you like to hear Jingle Farts Mm. or Bohemian Fartsity? Bohemian Fartsity, absolutely. And I I truly have not heard this before, so I'm sorry if it's too much. Here we go. (laughs) 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 Okay, we're going to have to end that thing. Oh, my God. Oh wait, actually let's go oh, back. Oh, that to was it. amazing. <laughs> he does have to I'm go. I'm so glad okay. I chose that one over jingle farts. So. Oh god, I don't know how to stop it. So that's <laughs> Did that's I tell that you that now. I have you know how like Where are you going about? with this? No, like <laughs> Did I, I tell have you that s- I have a butt trumpet and <laughs> I have a song that I recorded okay. about toilets. No. I don't think I knew that, no. <laughs> I'm gonna have to share it with you. Maybe um, we'll save that for the, okay. for the favorite restrooms around yeah, property. Yeah, because episode. you know I re- maybe not everybody knows this about me, but uh, I have recorded some music before in high school. It was like a fun little project. Did I tell you about this? It's like a, no. It was mainly a rap album. I don't think so. Uh, it's mainly rap songs, but I do have a song in there. It's like a little jingle about actually, w- but that one never made it onto like the official whatever. But I do have a track that's I sing about toilets, and it's oh, what song is it to? Um, it's, I feel like it's the Britney Madonna song that came out. That's what it's like. Oh gosh. Okay. After yeah. I want to flush the commode. Cause I say that in there. <laughs> Anyways, I can't wait to share this with you now. Anyways, oh okay. stay that's, tuned yeah, everyone. Stay tuned. Without further ado, Beth, we welcome Matt from Disney coffee blog. Hello. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Another oh, like one syllable name. I always say when we're doing our intros, it's like, it's Greg and Beth. And I'm like, Beth, Beth. Just Beth. Like, it's not like a, you know. There's no ceremony so. with Welcome, him, right? Matt. <laughs> yes. So, Matt, it's a funny story because I don't drink coffee. I've had maybe one sip of coffee in my entire life. And I know Beth wow. usually, if anything, might consume caffeine in a different way. Or I don't know, Beth, you don't drink coffee, right? I am a, I am a coffee snob, but I'm not, uh, I don't have a palate for coffee. So, do what you will with that. I worked for okay. Starbucks for a while. I love coffee. I've been drinking coffee since, like, second grade. I just hit yeah. the point in my life where... Um, you know, when you hit your thirties and your everything just kind of goes downhill after that. So, um, <laughs> I'm basically at this point in my life where caffeine affects my sleep. So I can't really have caffeine. So I just mm-hmm. do a lot of decaf coffee when okay. I can, which is not the best, but okay. I do it. So that's right. So I'm naturally at. here we are talking to like Mr. Coffee, yeah. basically. not like Mr. Coffee, the, like the brewing, you know, device, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> Not a the Disney version of Mr. Coffee. So, Matt, thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, two things I want to make sure we talk about today. One is your list of Disney local must-dos. And then mm-hmm. I do want to dive a little bit into some um, some coffee talk. I feel like I should have coffee a thicker New York, New York accent when I talk about that. <laughs> um, I'd so love Matt, to. Um, let's start with some Disney local stuff. But mm-hmm. first, how long have you been a Disney local? Four years. Okay. okay. Same. I understand yep. that. All right. Yeah. Where are you originally from? My wife and our two girls, we moved from New Jersey mm. when they were when they were babies. Um, and we moved to Winter Garden while it was like sort of just being developed. And uh, now it's just a big construction zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we've we've had four years of being local uh, to Disney and it's been great. Awesome. All right. I'm originally from New York, and Beth is still in um, South, South Carolina. Carolina. Nice. Um, so I, I understand the lack of snow, but the addition <laughs> of a lot of oppressive heat and humidity. But you know what? I'd, <laughs> I'd rather have that. You're you welcome. To, you can't shovel humidity, right? So, um, all right, Matt, four-year Disney local. Let's jump into your list of things that you consider a must-do at Disney. And again, these don't have to be in any particular order. Because um, sometimes it's hard to, be. It's hard to rank. To be. Yeah. To, to rank the thing. So, um, all right. What's, what's, uh, what you got? What's your first one? All right. Well, let's see. So despite the fact that I run a blog solely devoted to drinking coffee <laughs> mm-hmm. in Disney world, I made sure that none of my answers were coffee related because okay. I honestly would just go on for hours and hours with like a hundred <laughs> must drink coffees. So, um, I split it up for one per each bark. Okay. Okay, cool. Starting with Magic Kingdom, um, my must-do is the Keys to the Kingdom tour. Oh, okay, that's yeah. a new one for us. Have it's, you done that, Greg? I can't remember. Or yes. Is it just me? Okay, so we've yeah, both we done did. it. It's, it's, it's five hours, and, and yeah, it costs like 115 or something dollars on top of your mm-hmm. admission, so it's pricey. But it's so worth it at least one time in your life because if you're – curious or interested in learning how the park was designed compared to like the challenges of Disneyland um, going in the utilidors going in the special back entrances of rides it's a must do for sure at least once and you get a lunch yeah, when we did it we had our lunch, lunch at Pecos <laughs> Bill ours was oh, uh, I got Columbia Harbor House oh wow oh, so we all that. had different, different places three different things. yeah I've done it before, and I thought the coolest part of the backstage stuff was, and I don't know that every single tour is the same, but we got to go back to where the some of the floats are kept, like in the outside garage yeah. type thing, like with the Main Street vehicles. And um, it was during like a parade changeover type of a thing. I can't remember. It was January, so I think there was like leftover Christmas stuff back there that they haven't quite like fully put away yet. And uh, we got to, we couldn't go up and like touch things. We were, out, right. we were able to go up pretty close to it. And then they took us in like this other warehousey thing where there was someone in, in the maintenance department that was working on the Whirly Bird float. Like that's the single person one that's like spinning around on basically like on a Segway kind of a thing. And, like that yep. that to me was really cool. So I understand why people um, get excited about that type of stuff because you can't you're not going to just see that walking down Main Street, you know? Yeah. No, no. And you just pop through a door right behind Casey's and you're you're backstage. It's yeah. so fun. Yeah, we did ours. Um, it was the week of the last parade for main street electrical. Mm. And so that was what was in the the warehouse. And so we got to see all those floats back there, which was really cool. Um, 
And every time I think about it, I'm like, it makes me sad. But my favorite part, I think, was just walking down Main Street and like them pointing out all the different mm. things that you yeah. just, you've been there so many times, you walk right past it, and you have no idea what like the significance of. And so now it like gives you more appreciation for like all of those types of details that are so intentional um, that you just wouldn't even realize. So I thought that was pretty cool. And you have so many trivia questions mm-hmm. in your back pocket to ask like hey did you know how many american flags there are right in magic kingdom hey do you know how many bricks the cinderella castle is made of right so <laughs> these are all trick questions everybody that's right yeah, um, yeah. plus you get a little button which i still have somewhere mm-hmm. on my you get a pin too things. you, you have like a, little a little key yep. pin little that pin. you get with it yes i love that. and it. yeah it is it's an interesting time um all right. That was an awesome one. I feel yeah. like we haven't had a, a tour uh, on the list. Cool. All right. So what's next for you? Okay. So hopping over to Hollywood Studios. On, honestly, my Hollywood Studios must do to this day after decades of visiting is just riding Tower of Terror. Ah, all right. Because I, agree with that. <laughs> I love it from the moment you enter the line, uh, walk up the pathway and into the lobby, the pre-show, the boiler room, the ride. Um, I just have great memories of riding it with my sister, like over and over and over and over because the line was so short one day. Plus, you exit right in front of a Joffrey's coffee cart. So yeah, could... look at that. Yeah, it's all it's all coming together now. <laughs> Get you your donut it's and a, coffee right there. It's a great place to wait out a rainstorm. Just grab mm-hmm. a donut back there and and wait um, in the lobby or under the awnings. Mm-hmm. Um, listen to the music listen to the screaming um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's uh it's just it's probably my favorite spot in hollywood studios and tower of terror is always my must do okay that's a good one the music yeah. is my favorite i te- i've said this many times on the podcast that echoing the way that it like echoes through that corridor yes. over there and it just sounds kind of creepy i just love it so much like almost like it's the wrong notes you know um that's like my favorite thing about it my it's like my favorite part is when you're coming up um, the line mm-hmm. bef- right before you enter inside, um, just like the whole atmosphere over there is my favorite. I don't, I don't know how many times I've thought like I wish I could just cross the ropes and walk into the lobby and sit me down. Me too, me too. I'm like, well, like, you can. Around. It's a very one-time only type of thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't. The other day I was at Hollywood Studios and we were roaming around. Someone walked by with a Tower of Terror hat I've never seen before. I don't think it's a Disney Parks product because uh, just in a quick Google now, when it popped back in my brain, I can't find it. But it was legit like a foot tall. So it's a hat on their head, obviously. But it was the full tower. And I literally was like staring at this guy with the hat the entire time. <laughs> I probably should have just asked him where he got it instead of being a creep about it. But yeah. um, if I find it, I'll send you a link, Matt. Because okay. this is now that we know it is your... Um, your go-to in Hollywood Studios, I feel yeah. like it's a hat for you. It's not That's like the true... bellhop hat. It's like a le- it looks like yeah. the Hollywood Tower Hotel. Maybe they tr- made it. A true I think fan maybe hat. They did. Probably out of foam or something. Yeah, and Matt, since wow, you've had awesome. you've been doing this for a while, do you remember the days when there wasn't a seatbelt on the attraction? It was just the pull-down safety bar, except yeah. there was one seat in the middle because the two bars couldn't meet in a way that secured the guests, so they You're had like to use the seatbelt covered. But the rows had safety bars that you pull down, so. As a child, obviously, I'm not the biggest. Per- I'm usually not the biggest person in the row, so it only goes down as far as the biggest person in the mm-hmm. row. Right. So as like a kid, I was flying on that ride because you know there's nothing like keeping you specifically on the seat. And I remember thinking like this is probably. I was a kid. I was like this is probably not safe. So it makes sense <laughs> they go to seatbelts, but yeah. 
I don't know if you if you um, go back to that point. I don't know. That was a while. That was quite a while ago I, at this point. I do remember intentionally trying to leave some space, even with mm-hmm. the seatbelts. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. as you click the seatbelt, holding the other end, mm-hmm. so it doesn't roll back into itself. Yes. <laughs> the kids. I know. Oh, I'm so trying much. to think. I have. I. I. I have a picture. It was like from when you would go and get it printed. It's mm-hmm. from middle school, and I mm-hmm. cannot find it anywhere. I'm like, I don't know where this picture is, but now I really want to find it because I want to see if they had the bars then and not the seatbelts. Because do you mm-hmm. remember? Do you know when they changed that? I don't know. I mean, you know, I feel when like it, it first came out, it was it was the one drop, and then they right. had like the half drop, then the second yeah. drop, and then after. I feel like it was right around that time, but I don't know. It was. I, know. I was not old enough to fully like understand what was happening. I think. Right. Anyways, all right. That was another good one too. All right, yeah. let's move right. on. What's number three? Uh, let me think. Well, in Epcot, uh, I'm not going to say Guardians because that's new and everyone thinks it's a must-do. Um, it is a must-do. My Epcot must-do is to stay for Harmonious at the end of the night. Okay. Ah, okay. Because I, I think it's an amazing show that combines like fountains and fireworks and movie screens and music in a different mm-hmm way uh the fireworks look great from every angle but yeah to watch the projections i like you know like between mexico and canada right in the center okay. mm-hmm. of world showcase um it's such a cool show when my family came uh for the first time i made sure to get some spots right there before it started and uh yeah it's it's really cool and even after the show ends and everyone kind of dissipates the the after show show uh with the music and the fountains is even great too mm-hmm. yeah i do like the pre and post show music it does get yeah. you pumped up a little bit and also uh it's a, like a nice feeling on the way out i do think yeah. it's better than enchantment so i'm gonna give you that agree <laughs> i mean i just think if like you had to pick one i would pick that over enchantment so hmm. yep sorry greg yep <laughs> I don't know. So, by the way, this is probably the, the number one reason why we do this kind of thing, because um, I'm still warming up to Harmonious. So it's nice to have someone mm. on um, who is super pro Harmonious because it forces me to think like, OK, I obviously need to reconsider this. Right. Because I've only seen it in person maybe two or three times. And the and I made the mistake of, of um, seeing it the first time, basically like right outside, kind of between Mexico and, and Norway. Um, in that general area. And like that side view was a no go. So mm. just like you mentioned, if you're in like, right as you're entering world showcase from, I don't even know what they call it now, but it used to be future world. Um, I still haven't learned the different neighborhood names, mm-hmm. but yeah. across the way, um, if you're on the other side of world showcase, somewhere between like Japan and Italy is also like that same kind of thing where you're looking at the big circle kind of straight on to be able to see it. Um, yep. so I, f- I feel like what I'm getting from this is, um, it's Matt's money back guarantee. So I'm going to go try it out, and I'll let you know how I like it. I'll go do it one more time. Yeah, I'm the opposite. I was more – I feel like I'm more having to warm up to Enchantment, and I felt like um, Harmonious mm-hmm. gave me the feels from the get-go. So. Yeah, immediately. Yep. Uh, it Having – another reason I like it is because having young kids, it gives me a way to expose them to different – languages well not languages but different ways of singing the disney songs Mm. um and when we watched it on disney plus live that was great too because they got to see all the different uh types of instruments and different cultures um it's it's a great show um 
it's definitely a must do for for me if if we're still at the in the park at the end of the night i'm not gonna skip it yeah if your kids are still making it you know <laughs> oh yeah yeah you haven't had your uh, uh your last end of the day meltdowns yet you're like yay now we can watch harmonious <laughs> mm-hmm. you can have a meltdown during it it's fine we're still gonna be here watching it one thing I did think was really cool was um, the couple of times I've seen it in person was hearing everyone sing along when the song mm-hmm. switched into mm-hmm. different languages. Cause it reminds you mm-hmm. of all the people that get to come together to watch uh, a nighttime spectacular, by the way, they are mowing the lawn right outside. Yeah, I was like, window. what's so going on, Greg? Let, that, now you're in the sounds of Greg's house. That's right. Do they always come on Saturdays? Only recently. Well, only oh, this okay. is only my second week of, of deciding like, to be lazy. Like, Listen, buddy, I record my podcast. And on he Saturdays. comes at a different time. Last week yeah. was like one o'clock. Today it's anyway. So sorry, it's all good. everybody. All right, let's move on to number four. Okay. Uh, well, let's see where we are. Animal, Animal Kingdom. Kingdom. Yeah. Um. Okay. Animal Kingdom must do for me. And something that I recommend to everyone is the Maharaja Jungle Trek. It's. It's my favorite spot in all of Disney World because it's so peaceful and different mm-hmm. from what you'd expect to be in a theme park. Um, there's an aviary with like 50 species of birds mm-hmm. and not like 50 birds. That would be right. enough, but it's like multiple birds per 50 species. It's it's super awesome. Um, the Sumatran tigers, the Komodo dragons, and then... I think there's like three, three, yeah, there's Mm. three water buffalo named after the Golden Girls. What? Um, How did I not know that? Matt, you're blowing my mind. Big Golden Girls fan. Literally, like, I have a mug here with them on it, right? How did I not know that? Same. Well, I have the same mug and the others, to be honest. Uh, Yeah, the the water buffalo, um, Dorothy, Blanche, and Rose. What? I got to head back. I got to, well, first I got to wait for it to cool down. Greg's must do just changed. Yeah, I'm going to have to do an 8 a.m. trip to Mm -hmm. to Animal Kingdom maybe next week and and meet three of the four Golden Girls. Because you know, Matt, I don't know if you were around town for when the, um, back then MGM Studios and eventually Hollywood Mm -hmm. Studios had the backlot tour with the house, but I didn't get into the show until after they took the house down. So like, Mm. uh, you didn't have that moment. I still have an opportunity to meet three in the four um, golden While gold. we're on the subject, also Greg, we did get mm-hmm. a uh, we did get a notification that Rose is still not coming now until like, oh. November. So oh my goodness, I got Greg the actual Barbie like the the dolls, oh. um, <laughs> yeah. and we had to like order we had to like basically pre order Rose because after Betty White died, Betty White. Yeah. she sold uh-huh. out everywhere. And so it was supposed to come in June, and Doug was like, I got a notification. They said, now it's going to be, like, November. So. Oh, my goodness. I know. I was like, dang it. But anyways. Okay. <clears throat> I have some I have some funny pins on my Disney pin board to show you. I'm going to tag you. Okay, good. Looking Love forward it. to seeing that. Um, okay, so uh, Water Buffalo was the, were the Golden Girls. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if, if I feel like... If I feel like I do the Maharaja Jungle Trek in Animal Kingdom, I feel like my day has been worth it. It's like mm. one of those things where you can take as little as long as you like, walk through it in a quickly or take yeah. half an hour to do it. Um, it's, uh, it's different each time. Sometimes mm. the weather affects it. Sometimes they're, it's different every time, but it's still fun nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Mm. All the animals are in. You can't see anything, but sometimes they're they're right. playing out in the yard. So, bless. 
The yeah. um, the weather is usually like the f- deciding factor for us. If it's really hot out and the sun's blazing, we're like, we're not doing that. I just like, I can just yeah. feel the heat when I, <laughs> yeah. because there's just a lot of spots in it that are like not super, they're not covered. So, I mean, right. it, it can get hot or whatever, but it's, if the weather's a little bit nicer, it's definitely worth taking your time yep. through it. There's some good photo spots in there too. Yeah. yeah. I think it's so funny you're talking about this because just yesterday we had some friends who were we were talking to about how they love Animal Kingdom. It's like kind of creeping up on them as, as becoming their favorite park. And my wife was like, oh, so you've done the Maharaj Jungle Track. And they're like, the what? And we're like, what do you mean the what? That's like yeah. those that and the Gorilla Falls Exploration yeah. Trail yeah. or whatever it is officially called. Um, those are like two things where maybe you kind of just bypass it and don't do that. But I'm uh, glad you mentioned it because it's another reminder to make sure you're doing it because mm-hmm. um, it, re- it really is a unique, um, fun time. And it's it's totally different, right, than going to Magic Kingdom, Hollywood, or Epcot because it doesn't really feel at that point like a, quote, theme park. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more of a kind zoo. Of a nice I would say thing. it's more of a zoo vibe. Don't call it a zoo. It's I not know, a zoo. I know. I'm sorry, but it, it is um, more of a zoo vibe because you're, like, going indoors, outdoors. Part, yeah. There's, like, you know, things are in cages, like, you know, their own, like, specific things. It's educational for sure. Yes, and I'm sure the but, kids like, like yeah. it a lot, so. That's a good one. All right. Do you have a like a top one? What's your fifth one? Uh, Is okay, it a Disney so... Springs? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let me think. Yeah. So Disney, Disney Springs, Springs, my must do is just one word. It's just eat. Yeah. <laughs> I could go. Because I could Springs is basically totally like agree. Disney's sn- snack. Yeah. Okay. Kingdom. Um, from from Gideon's to Morimoto Street Food to blaze there's like multiple food trucks mm-hmm. um the candy cauldron and, and everglaze there it's there's too many to list mm-hmm. but it the must do is just just eat yeah. okay just keep eating i can get on board with that <laughs> i want to try more things what are like let's say how about give us like your top three things to try in disney springs eating wise oh man um Emirates always has something new. And even if you're not going to get the the new seasonal uh, pastry thing that mm-hmm. they're offering, everything that they always have on the menu is so beautiful and, and delicious too. You really can't go wrong there. Okay. Um, and then the newest, I guess it's not so new anymore, but salt and straw is mm-hmm. really just the ice cream is so great. Mm. Um it's it's becoming a, a habit. <laughs> and I learned I think I think that was you that posted it, uh, talking about how you can mobile order there. Yes, oh. I had no Which idea. No, yeah. Standing in line like a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Lines are for dummies. <laughs> yeah. Um that yeah, so it's hard to encapsulate all of Disney Springs and in, into one must do because there's so much to do there. Um but uh, if you leave Disney Springs full, I guess you've done it right. Our okay. must, I feel I would say our must do there is like we eat and then we always walk through World of Disney. It's like, yeah, I mean, you there's because there's always like something new in World of Disney. I feel like especially when, when, when we go or whatever, but because we don't mm-hmm. go very often. But it's usually like we're going to eat and then we're going to walk through World of Disney. Like that's always on our list there. So it's good. It's a fun time. Yeah. Highly recommend for sure. All right. Well, thanks for sharing your Disney local must-dos. Hopefully, we gave uh, some ideas and some inspiration for someone out there to maybe try something new. Mm -hmm. I will try, in your name, I will try Harmonious uh, relatively (laughs) soon, and we'll see see how it goes. I want to like it. I do like the music. 
it's hard not to like music because it's mostly you know it's, I mean it's Disney music. What how can you go wrong with that? Um, so let's talk a little bit about coffee. Mm-hmm. So uh, coffee. if anyone who if anyone doesn't know, it's DisneyCoffeeBlog.com. Mm-hmm. And all kinds of stuff on there, a list of places to buy coffee. You have some articles in there going a little bit deeper on some certain spots. Um, also, some Disney-inspired coffee merchandise. So if you're a true coffee fan out there, everybody, make sure to head over to Disney it's Coffee great Blog. Merch. great yes. merch. Yes. Um, listen, I have to commend you because as a very A-type personality, I'm like, this website is incredible. The way that your <laughs> website is like... Or organize and laid out. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a dream. It's so great. I'm like, even if you don't like coffee, just go to this website and click around. It's so great. (laughs) The information is so amazingly um, organized. So I do have to commend you on that. Like I was clicking through and was like, I have to tell him his website is incredible. Did you design this on your website? Yeah. Yeah. Um, It, it, yeah, it has to be organized (laughs) or it would bug me. I don't want anything. I don't want any pop-ups or yeah. advertisements or any junk on there. So It's like simple and to the point, and I love that. I mean, you just it's like, you want to know where coffee is at this part? Click here. You want to know where coffee is here? Click here. And here's my list of all the things. Um, and I do love your merch. Your merch is great, too. So highly recommend. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I, I do have to restock a little bit on the stickers, but um, I still have quite a few. And I think I've sort of deprioritize the website too much where I haven't like I've been posting more on Instagram Mm -hmm. than uploading to the website so I need to backfill all that stuff um but the 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 stickers are are so fun to do I love just having a handful in my pocket when I'm going to the parks and if I see someone with you know like a water bottle that has tons of stickers on it Mm -hmm. um sure to give some out or if anyone sees me in the park i'd love to give stickers to them um but yeah thank you yeah i like the um the sticker with the epcot logo made out of the coffee mug stains oh yeah (laughs) um makes me wish i drank coffee i was like that's such a good idea and just the um the princess coffee orders so if you don't know what we're talking about you know like you get your starbucks coffee and it has a sticker on it with your name in the order and so he has like the stickers where it's a different princess and what their coffee order is and i'm like that's genius too so super cool i i i can't believe that i was like staying up wondering what princesses would order <laughs> at starbucks uh, and now how did when did all this start like when did you actually start the blog when did you get the idea how long has this been going on uh when when we decided to move here um it was late 2018 so around 2019 i was like you know we're going to the parks a lot i would love to get back into the habit of writing and taking more pictures and i had uh watched a show on netflix called comedians and cars getting coffee yes with jerry such a great show and i was like it would be so cool if there was like a disney version of this where i could start a youtube channel and just like talk to people over coffee about Disney stuff. Mm. And then much like the show, like after the interview, that's, that's it. Like that's one episode. Yeah. Um, So I started out as vlogging and I just immediately didn't really take to that method. So, and then, um, uh, you know, then pandemic, obviously. So (laughs) correct. Yeah. We're all, we're all comedians in our house drinking coffee by ourselves. Like, (laughs) yeah. So the it, 
holding a coffee, holding a camera, pushing a stroller, trying not to hit people. It didn't work out. So I just decided I'm just going to turn this into a blog instead. Mm -hmm. And since then, um, I really, really love to do it because there's no, there's no, you know, like sometimes Disney creators are, feel like they're pressured into like going to the newest thing or, um, catching or reporting on everything under the sun Disney wise. And I don't have to worry about anything like that. Yeah. It's just, if I feel like having a coffee. I will take a picture of it. <laughs> I like it's like the chill approach yeah. to talking about Disney stuff. I can get mm-hmm. on board with that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, but I mean, it was it's been a couple of years now. When I started, I, I I didn't know how to start it. So when I emailed all the other big blogs to say like, hey, do you want someone to guest write for you? Like literally, no one got back to me. So I just started it on my own. Look at that. That's that's the way to do it sometimes, right? Um, also, my other favorite thing about your website, I'm sorry, I just have to go back to the website, is the pictures of Walt with the coffee. I'm like... I know. I love them so it's much. It's so great. I'm like, oh, I, look at Walt drinking his coffee. It, this, it's the only picture I have on my desk. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's just such a great... I don't know. I was like scrolling through and I'm like, oh, and I love these photos. Like, where did he find these photos of Walt with like coffee in his hand? So Walt Disney was obsessed with coffee and it has permeated into everything Disney has created. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's therapeutic in a way to like research and, mm-hmm. and learn about all this stuff that uh, like why things exist in Disney world are because like Walt wrote it on a napkin and said, right. Do this in Disneyland. So crazy. So what are, so, yeah, go ahead, Greg. I'm sure you go through phases of coffee that's like considered a, a must-have right now. Um, so, what is the coffee flavor of the month for Matt? So, like, what's your what's your current phase of coffee love? I think the best coffee for such a long time now is remains Gideon's. Mm. Um, they use a local um, roaster in Winter Park here called Lineage, and they're phenomenal. Wow. Um, so lineage provides all the coffee for for gideon's and it's it's so good the kinds that they make especially for gideon's they you know they they put in in uh in kegs and then deliver them to gideon so you have to get it um in a cup no beans Mm -hmm. but um obviously there's rotating flavors every month and something different um some are really good and you can only get them for a short time. Yeah. Um, I know I'm assuming, am I to assume that you are a Joffrey's person over a Starbucks person? Like what's the, what's your, your thing there? Yeah, definitely. Um, I love Joffrey's. I think it's more, it feels more like Disney to me because when you go to Starbucks and Disney, it's, it's the same coffee that you're getting anywhere anywhere else. else. There's nothing different about it. Yeah. Um, Joffrey's has, uh, custom blends for like 20 or so resorts mm-hmm. it, and I think it's just it it puts you in that Disney mood more than Starbucks does yeah what's your go-to uh like what's your go-to hot drink for Joffrey's and what's your go-to cold drink for jo- Joffrey's um cold is probably just a nitro cold brew they make a really good one you can get it flavored too uh hot um I like to get the 
in Tomorrowland, the Mission to S'mores Latte Ooh. is really cool because it's one. it's a hot, frozen, or iced latte um, with uh, basically a crushed up s'more. Yeah. So it's it's super great. Um, and I'm kind of the type of person who drinks hot coffee on a hot day. Yeah. So you can never go wrong with it. It's a good one. Well, that's good then. It sounds delicious. I would have to um, add that to my list. So I'm open. Yeah. All right, Matt. Are you ready to, to be put in the hot yeah. seat for a moment? Let's do some Absolutely. Some fun. All right. Well, then it's time for some Fast Pass Facts. Fast Pass Facts because they're fast. <laughs> All right. We have some quick questions yeah. for you, Matt. No pressure, but whatever comes to mind first, and we'll do our best not to judge your answers. Okay. So my first question for you your favorite Epcot festival? Food and wine. Okay. Food and wine. All right. What's your favorite Disney movie? Oh my God. There's so many. <laughs> Come on. You have to pick um, one. Man, there's so many. Uh, onward. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. You like to that's cry? A, that's, like fine. That's, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your favorite land in Magic Kingdom? Adventureland. Okay. I would have thought you would have said Tomorrowland, but okay. Maybe just because the Joffrey's there. Um, wishes <laughs> or happily ever after? Happily ever after over everything. That is the correct oh. answer. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, thumbs up or thumbs down on the 25th anniversary cake castle? Thumbs down. Oh, sorry. It was really uh, nice chatting with you, Matt. Hope you enjoy the rest of your life. We gotta life. go. Hope, uh, <laughs> Uh, okay, I have one that's not on this, but favorite Joffrey's location in the parks. Oh, God, there's so many. Uh, the one in Asia, in Animal Kingdom. Okay. Um, it has an extensive tea menu that the others don't have. And um, rotating specials. You could also get frozen matcha, which you can't get anywhere else. It's right across from Yak and Yeti, which is great. And you can stroll through Asia with your coffee. Yeah. All right. Good one. Your favorite quick service restaurant and any of the parks? Uh, 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 um. <laughs> Come on. Cosmic Rays. We gotta be fast. Co- oh, cosmic, cosmic Rays. rays. <gasps> you're, back, you're back on the good list, Kindred Matt. Spirit. Cosmic <laughs> Rays and Golden Girls. Are you guys best friends already? <laughs> um, all right. My last one here is your favorite attraction. We haven't done that yet, right? Hmm. Space Mountain. Also ah, correct. Because <laughs> I don't know why. I just find it so hilarious. I just laugh the whole time. <laughs> You're one of those. It's yeah. great. It's great. Well, Matt, thanks for playing Fast Pass Facts. Thanks for hanging out with us and talking about coffee stuff. So everyone, if you're not already following Matt on Instagram, it is at Disney Coffee Blog. Or, of course, the website's DisneyCoffeeBlog.com. We'll put your information in our episode uh, show notes so everyone could easily find you. But... Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm going to uh, take a picture of the Golden Girls pins on my board. There you oh, nice. Go. <laughs> and uh, everybody, check out that website, okay? <laughs> yes. If you need some peace and relaxation in your life, you could either check out the website or go hang out at the end of Tower of Terror. That sounds like that's Matt's place to, to hang out and catch a catch a nice vibe and get a donut. So, and a sticker. Again. Get a sticker from him. Yes. Oh, my gosh, the stickers. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us, Matt. Thank you, Beth. Thanks, Greg. Mm-hmm. 
gosh. I got no news nugs, but it looks like you got some. Yeah, I got just a couple of quick things. Um, Disney announced some character dining returning to three locations this fall. So the Ohana breakfast at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort returns with, um, in the past, it was always Lilo and Stitch, Mickey, and I want to say Pluto. They didn't specifically say Mickey and Pluto would be there, but they did say Lilo and Friends. Okay. Um, Officially, it's called Ohana Best Friends Breakfast featuring Lilo and Stitch, and that returns September 27th. Um, Over at the Beach Club Resort, their Cape May Cafe returns to the Cape May Cafe Minis Beach Bash Breakfast. Oh. A real mouthful, both in title and food options. Mm -hmm. That starts October 4th. Um, and I think it's funny because what they, um, in like the description, it mentions morning favorites include the mouthwatering salted caramel beach buns and oh. famous Mickey and Minnie waffles. Oh, they have Minnie waffles over there. Look at that. Yeah. Beach buns. Um, and then in uh, Magic Kingdom Park on September 20th, the Crystal Palace returns to the Crystal Palace, a buffet with characters featuring Winnie the Pooh and friends. So okay. three big locations. Probably the Crystal Palace is the biggest of the three. Mm-hmm. Ohana after that, um, the breakfast there. Breakfast is good there. So um, yeah. we're excited to book a reservation for breakfast there because one of Nicole's favorite characters is Stitch. Mm. And um, now that Stitch will be back there in late September, sure, hopefully we'll get a reservation. Yep, yep. Um, Some more information coming out about the Top of the World Lounge. I know I mentioned it either last week or the week before. I don't remember now. But um, about how it's reopening. And at this point, it is open. And their um, Bound to be Bad event is over. Which, by the way, all three nights sold out. It was 160 per person. And the only way to be able to go is to get invited because you were staying on property. You couldn't just run out and buy tickets to it. Anyway, so they're doing another event up there for the month for the rest of the month through August. So from July 11th through August 11th, Disney Vacation Club is offering an event at the top of the World Lounge atop Bay Lake Tower called Wicked Wind Down. Mm. So the lounge itself is still open for regular everyday Disney Vacation Club guests that are staying somewhere on property in a Disney resort. But in addition to that, there's a paid version of it. That is essentially a fireworks viewing party. Okay. It's called the Wicked Wind Down. It's $55 plus tax per person. And that gets you premium firework viewing. So up on the observation deck out there, they kind of corner off a little section that is technically closer to the fireworks, but it's a round shaped building. So like you all, it's a great view no matter where you're standing up there, but they have their own little section. Um, so it's premium firework viewing. You also are entitled to one cocktail one appetizer and uh, a sweet treat at the end so looking at the menu the cocktails range from 10 to 15 dollars as do the appetizers and the desserts so if you figure even at 15 dollars for each of those individually that would be 45 dollars if you were going to eat or consume those three things Mm -hmm. so for 55 dollars you get basically guaranteed seating up there as well because if you're paying they're going to have a table up there reserved for you okay um, because right now it's a lounge and it's based on capacity and availability. So you could want to go there, try to go up there, but it might be full and they might tell you to come back. So with this, you are guaranteed a, a spot to sit down. So if that sounds interesting to you, that is um, now through August 11th. Those were all my nugs. So let's go back in time for some Disney history. As always, brought to you in partnership with The Mouselets. You can check out their website, themouselets.com, or on TikTok, on Instagram with always fun and unique Disney stuff happening over there. All right. What you got? I've got one, and I have an honorable mention. Oh. So I'm going back to 
2020 because this was the week two years ago yes. that magic kingdom and animal kingdom reopened at walt disney world after being closed for months because of mm. covid 19 so sad times i just can't believe it's already been two years um yep. we made it we made it two years y'all let's all celebrate <laughs> uh, my honorable mention was in 2007 because i did not know this um, a disney college program cast member his name is paul Scherer, who was a former u.s soldier was honored for saving the life of a four-year-old guest who had fallen into the marina at Port Orleans Riverside in Florida. Wow. Did you know this? No. Um, it says, Vice President of the Resort Operations and Transportation, Kevin Myers, presented Paul with a letter. Um, this is a letter from Meg Crofton, President of the Walt Disney World Resort, commending him for his bravery. Wow. How so, awesome. It's kind of like the Purple Heart of Disney, I guess. I don't know. Yes. So there you go. I thought that was cool. Oh my gosh. What do you got? Look at that. Um, I'll take us back to 1999 when Discovery Island closed. Mm. So if you don't know, Discovery Island is a little island in Bay Lake. So it sits kind of near, well, not kind of, it sits near Contemporary, Fort Wilderness, Wilderness Lodge. Um, the island itself is still there, um, but it was 25 years in operation and then boom, closed in 1999. Um, when Discovery Island was closed, it was the first time Disney closed a ticketed place. So they've closed like attractions yeah. and stuff, but this was specifically something that was a ticketed area uh, closing. And as you know, we have a different Discovery Island now. That is the name of the like the hub, if you will, of Animal Kingdom. So mm -hmm. once that was there, as you know, Animal Kingdom opened up in 1998. So it was kind of like a little switcheroo happening there. Um, attendance declined in Discovery Island and also the new area in Animal Kingdom opened up. Yep. And that's all I got. Before mm. I hit you with a quote, um, if you like what you heard today, please feel free to like, subscribe, head over to iTunes, leave us a review over there. It just helps us become more visible in the podcast community and warms our heart because we got a couple of, uh, of nice reviews. People love your singing, by the way. It seems like that seems to be a common thread in the reviews. You're welcome, so. world. Yes. Now I wish I could <laughs> sing, but I can't. I think I'm doing you all a favor by not singing. So uh, you're think, welcome, I world. I think you should try it. You know, you just no. never know. You might find that you like it. No, but I do think after COVID, my voice is deeper. Oh. Guys, is is my voice deeper? Maybe a little bit. Um, I don't know. Maybe it feels deeper. I don't know. I can't stop coughing. I, I've muted myself <laughs> a million times this episode. Yes. Like, I don't know if it was the laughing. I think laughing earlier got me. And now I'm like, ah, ah, I just can't stop coughing. <laughs> it's like every time I take a deep breath and I'm like, here it comes. Here it goes. Um. You can head over to our website for a variety of reasons. If you want to submit a question for Ask Beth and Greg, or if you want to submit a magical cast member moment or a magic gram, that's a way for you to send a little pixie dust to someone you know it's free for them and free for you. That's all on our website, thatparklifepodcast.com. Our Instagram account is at thatparklifepodcast. My personal account is at the Disney Greg, And I am at the real Beth McDonald. And if you want to get access to our bonus episodes that are put out exclusively for our Patreon supporters, as well as um, some photos and videos that get posted to our close friends on Instagram, you can find a link to our Patreon page in our episode description as well. Um, I meant to tell you this, too, before you end with a quote, but um, <clears throat> I have a new follower that came through yesterday. Okay. And the name of this new follower is Bumsniff200. I saw that. <laughs> and I was like... Us too. Yeah, I was like, is this a robot? I, I think it might be a bot, <laughs> but it made me laugh. because They're going to love our restroom episode. So. Yeah, bump sniff 200. There you go. 200? Why not 2,000? <laughs> Check right? it out, Just right? go all the way. Who knows? Uh, bump sniff a million. Anyways, all right. you're welcome. Um, a quote for you, kind of kind of uh, in the vein of some 
let's say, negativity surrounding Disney adults. And maybe that's us, right? <laughs> okay. I don't even know if I like the phrase, but we're Disney adults. And we're maybe even worse, we don't have kids, right? right? So we go to these parks without kids. So this is for all, for everyone out there who decides to pass judgment on those who are of a certain age but still like Disney World. Mm-hmm. Uh, this comes from Happy, one of the seven dwarves, from Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Quote, you're never too old to be young. With that, we say goodbye. Thanks for hanging out with us. And thanks again to Matt. Make sure you're following him on Instagram or check out his website. As Beth said, pleasing to the eyes, if nothing else. Uh, That's we'll right. see you all next week. Yeah, we'll see you next week. And then then I'll be gone. Oh. We'll have some special things for you. So yes. stay tuned. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. <laughs>